Hello and welcome to Free America. This is the Free America podcast and I'm your host Nick Yaya. Today is November 22nd, 2020 and uh, we've got a really interesting show lined up for you today. I am um, back in town so no more technical glitches like we were having over the last few weeks and uh, I do appreciate your patience in um, getting through those uh, with us. So thank you for sticking with us and watching the show and continuing to follow us. Um, you know, we're talking today a little bit about the obviously about the presidential election and what is going on around that and um, the battle that are that is going on currently in the swing states with the courts and the legislatures there. Um, and also what the news media is saying and what they aren't saying, which is I think is equally as important. Uh, but before we do, I'd like to get a little bit of business out of the way. Um, if you like uh, the show and what we do here, uh, you know, one of the ways that you can support us is by going to patreon.com slash free America podcast. Now, a lot of shows, some of the bigger shows uh, are sponsored by you know commercial sponsors, people who want to get their brand name out there and they pay money to um, be shown on the show. But we're not quite at that level yet, although we are expanding and we have downloads in countries across the globe. But for now, we depend upon you, our viewers and listeners, to support this podcast. So again, if you'd like to um, throw us a bone, so to speak, go to patreon.com slash free America podcast and make a donation. It doesn't have to be huge and it doesn't necessarily have to be a continuing contribution. One time contribution is absolutely fine. Even five bucks if you can just throw us uh, a nickel. We'd appreciate that. So a um, couple other things is uh, also if you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Twitter at Free America and on Instagram at Facebook at Free America Podcast. You can also check out our website, freeamericapodcast.com, where you'll find this video as well as previous videos and shows that we've uh, already posted, as well as news articles and other interesting items from around the globe and around the web that uh, we, we like to bring to you to keep you informed, to keep you kind of ahead of the curve and give you information that you wouldn't normally hear in the mainstream media because they are in fact trying to hide things from you, believe it or not. I know a lot of you, a lot of our viewers and listeners already know this. This is why you tune into this show and others like this to get information that is being hidden from you. Okay, so uh, today, like I said, uh, I'd like to um, I'd like to talk a little bit about the election. I've got, got some things that I want to share with you. Uh, first off, I'm going to, I'm going to share, um, some of the key points that were talked about the other day. There was a press conference, as I'm sure many of you were aware, uh, where Trump's lawyers, uh, came out, Rudy Giuliani, as well as Sidney Powell, and they presented the evidence that they've been collating over the last couple of weeks which shows the just the massive and extensive amount of voter fraud that has been taking place in swing states as well as in other places across the country with utilization of, of voting machines, um, software, and, and um, in, entering code into the software to change votes, to switch votes from Trump to Biden, as well as um, dead people voting, um, what are you, uh, mail-in mail -in ballots without creases in them, automatically filled in like they've been filled in by a machine. But let me just, let me just show you uh, one quick article here from Breitbart.com that 
that that kind of lists down just in a, in a brief summary, rather than listen to the whole hour and a half long uh, press conference, we'll just kind of go over the over the bullet points here. So, bullet point number one: observers were allegedly prevented from watching mail-in ballots being opened. Now, this is against the law, and as um, as has been shown in several instances in several states. Um, Many observers were kept away from watching the ballots being counted. And in some cases, they were kept as far as 100 yards away from where the ballots were being counted or uh, other voting machines and counting stations that were unmanned were being put between the observers and those counting the ballots. Um, there's there's evidence. Uh, there's actually audio evidence of, of a poll worker, a poll worker in Detroit instructing people instructing um, during a training, instructing the ballot counters to back themselves up against a wall so that because of the six foot rule due to COVID, there, there couldn't be an observer behind them looking at what they were going to do. So this, is, this was planned, all right? This is a massive organized effort to steal this election. And this should be concerning to not just Republicans, but to Democrats and to pretty much every American you see, if, if our election is is a sham, is a fraud, it can never be trusted. And that's what our democracy is based on. That's what this republic is based on, is the will of the people, not the will of the few, usurping the will of the many. And in which case, it looks like the many is a, a, an upwards of 80 million people, which is a majority of the voting public. So let's move on to uh, key point number two allegedly unequal application of the law in democratic counties. So in Pennsylvania, whose state Supreme Court created new relaxed voting rules before the election, Giuliani alleged the absentee voters in democratic counties were allowed to cure defects in their ballots, which are uh, you didn't put your uh, correct address or you forgot to sign it or whatever. They were allowed to fix that before the ballot was counted, before their vote was counted. But uh, voters in Republican counties, um, they obeyed the law as written instead of the amended law were not allowed to cure their ballots. So unequal treatment under the law, which is a violation of the constitution, violation of our constitution to guarantee rights. Now, uh, that, that again is, is something that is, is concerning and something we're seeing a lot of out of Pennsylvania, which I'll, I'll touch on here in a minute. Um, it seems as if the, the circuit court and the state courts in Pennsylvania have been making these outrageous rulings. Um, they, they recently on, on, on Friday dismissed the case that the Trump campaign was bringing in Pennsylvania. Um, but there is, um, they are, they are going to be overruled and they're going to be overrun. And, uh, there's, there's some good news coming up about that, that I'll share with you as well. <clears throat> right. So, um, uh, and I would let, and let me, um, I'll get to that in a second. Um, number three, voters were allegedly arrived, allegedly arrived at the polls to discover other people had voted for them. Now, this is a problem when you've got mail-in ballots, all right? Normally, an absentee ballot, ballot um, has to be requested by a person, and it is mailed out to that person. That person mails it back. That's it. They're not going to be coming to a polling place to vote. So their name is not on that roll, not on that register at the voting place because they've already voted. They voted absentee. That means absentee means you're not going to be there. But since the, the rules have been changed because of COVID, this faux pandemic, 
This is a real, it's a real virus, but it is not a pandemic, folks. And as many of you know, we've talked about this ad nauseum here on this show. Um, they changed the rules so that they could get away with this very thing. All right. Uh, they, they, uh, they said that, that, that many provisional ballots cast in Pittsburgh were submitted by people who showed up to vote in person, only to be told that they had voted already. He alleged that Democrats had filled out absentee ballots for other people, hoping they would not show up. And again, so this is, like, again, widespread organized fraud. And, and here's the great thing is that, is that you've got people coming forward. They've got over 200 affidavits from people, people who were swearing under penalty of perjury. That's a five-year sentence in jail. All right. They're swearing under penalty of perjury that what they saw is fraud and they and they and they um, talk about many different things including this uh, people filling out ballots for uh, for voters who were not there all right and these aren't just Republican poll watchers and observers these are Democrats these are people with a conscience people who believe in the rule of law who believe that we need a fair and open and honest election. I think that's all anybody ever wants. I mean, would you really be that happy if you won by by theft, by cheating? Is that really a win? Is that really a win for you or really a win for America? Absolutely not. That's a that is a huge loss for the United States and a huge loss for the people of this country and a huge blow to democracy. And it's important that we maintain that integrity in this country, because as you've seen in other in other banana republics around the world, that's what they do. They steal elections and you've got these dictators that that come in and rule and, and destroy these countries. And that's what we've got going on here. We've got this dictatorial Democratic Party that is so afraid of losing its grip on power. That it's willing to do whatever it takes up to and including stealing this election. And that should be concerning for everybody. And, and as you've seen, um, as you've seen that in these Democrat-controlled states, the way they've acted with absolute impunity and uh, in, 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 in issuing these edicts, unlawful edicts, that are, are these unilateral decisions decided by the governors and the mayors of these cities, without the input of the people of their elected representatives it's it's completely dictatorial and authoritarian and this should be very concerning to people in fact the supreme court in the state of california ruled that gavin newsom's uh, edicts were illegal that he does not have the authority to do what he does to say what he says and to close down businesses and to mandate masks to uh, an act, uh, what do you call them, uh, um, curfews, like the one that just started last night here in California from 10, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. So you, this, is a, this is a preview of what is to come. If they are allowed, if Democrats are allowed to get away with this election, you bet that they're going to run roughshod over the Constitution for the next four years and beyond, because there's there's a good possibility that if we don't call them out on this now, and if we don't catch them red-handed like we have and prove it in court of law and take the election back, 
there's there's a very slim chance that we can ever return from that. So the fate of this country hangs in the balance. And not only that, and I, and I don't say this to 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 make it seem as if America is, you know, the the end all be all of everything, but if America goes down, so goes the rest of the world. And let me explain that. We are the last bastion of true freedom in this globe, on this globe. As you've seen over the past 20 to 30 years, many countries like those in Europe, such as France, Germany, have all, Spain, Italy, they are all leaning heavily socialist, Greece, you name it. And these socialist principles are destroying these countries. They're allowing mass migration to enter into their countries. You've got these, these, military-aged males coming in and murdering people, cutting people's heads off in France, all in the name of Allah, right? And, and so these people can't defend themselves because they've been disarmed. But the thing that is different about the United States is we've not gone completely socialist yet, yet and we are still armed. And that makes us dangerous to the globalists. You see... They were supposed to have, they were supposed to close that noose on us four years ago when Hillary Clinton was supposed to win. But by the grace of God and by providence, Donald Trump was elected our president. And I say our president because the, the presidents prior to this, maybe all the way back to Kennedy, were not our presidents. They were globalist puppets that were installed and we were given the illusion of choice. We were given the illusion that, that our presidents were chosen by us. Uh, let me pause briefly. I see our guest has joined us, so we'll get to him in just a minute. I just want to say hello and uh, stand by, Chief. We'll get to you in just a second. Um, now, moving back to this, this quick list here, um, that um that i was going down i just got a little distracted there our guest showed up there for a second and uh then popped back out anyway uh item number five ballots casting votes for joe biden and no other candidates were allegedly run several times through the machine now <laughs> this 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 is also another another amazing thing that that these that these witnesses are attesting to giuliani said that there were 60 witnesses in michigan who will attest to ballots being produced quickly and counted twice or thrice. Uh, he said that the minimum of 60,000 ballots and a maximum of 100,000 ballots were allegedly affected. Um, item number six, the absentee ballots were accepted in Wisconsin without being applied for first. Now, Giuliani noted that the Wisconsin state law was stricter regarding absentee ballots from uh, absentee ballots than most states are, yet alleged that uh, 60,000 absentee ballots were counted in the Milwaukee area and 40,000 in the Madison area without having been applied for properly by the voters who cast them. Moving on here, the last few items, and then we'll get to our guest today, which is uh, Chief of Chief in the Americano. I was hoping to have the Americano on as well, but it doesn't look like he's showed up quite yet. Uh, maybe he will be able to join us soon. Anyway, 
Uh, number seven, there were allegedly overvotes. Now, this is really interesting. With some precincts allegedly recording more votes than residents, according among other uh, among other problems, according to Giuliani, there was an unusually large number of overvotes in precincts in Michigan and Wisconsin, which um, he alleged was the reason that Republicans on the Wayne County Board of Canvassers refused to certify the results this week. And you might have heard the news that that they recanted that and um, the, the vote was going to go ahead and get certified. But they they recanted their recantation, I guess, if you can say they were browbeaten, they were harassed, they were threatened. They were threatened with uh, um, harm to them and to their families. Uh, this is the kind of tactics that these Democrats are using. This is some dangerous stuff. And, and we need to be standing behind these people. And in fact, there are groups out there that actually sent 24-hour security to protect these people. And once that security was in place, they again then said, no, we're not going to certify that vote. And the, and the Democrats blew their tops. But in some of these districts, you had uh, 200, 300, 350 percent vote turnout. It's, it's, it's absolutely mind-blowing that, that they think they can get away with this stuff. And, and here is it's an example of, of just how, how overwhelming the Trump victory was, that they had to push out um, these many votes to overcome what, what Trump had done. In those counties so that's just uh and, and let's just wrap this up real quick and we'll, we'll get over here to our guest um number eight voting machines and software were allegedly owned by companies with ties to venezuelan regime regime and left-wing donor george soros now uh real quick um there's a there's a witness who, who came out and said that he used to work for the uh chavez and maduro regimes and using smartmatic software and that when he saw our voting systems go down at what is what is it three in the morning and they and they all stopped counting simultaneously i might add in all of those swing states he knew that, that what was going on because that is exactly what had gone on in venezuela when they stole the vote that way so what happens was they shut down the machines they reintroduce a new algorithm pump up the votes and that's why you saw this spike uh, when the machines were turned back on, and a vertical spike. This is this is statistically impossible uh, for Biden. So, um, again, uh, this is where we're going to see a large part of our um, of our uh, uh, fraud come from. All right. And then finally, number nine, it says the Constitution provides a, a process for electing a president if the vote is corrupted, which we all know. We can go into this actually um, with our guests a little bit. I was having this discussion with them uh, the other day, but um, what essentially is, is going to happen is as these, these local judges uh, dismiss the cases, then it goes up to state Supreme Courts and circuit courts. Well, the good news is, at least for us, is that is uh, these circuit courts have now been uh, turned over to um, the the uh, Supreme Court. So in Michigan, you've got Brett Kavanaugh. In Wisconsin, you've got Amy Coney Barrett. Pennsylvania, you've got Samuel Alito. And in Georgia, you've got Clarence Thomas. And this is just as of Friday. Um, it's, and it was ordered pursuant to Title 28, U.S. Code, Section 42. So they are tired of clowning around. Uh, the Trump administration is tired of clowning around, as I think are we, the people of the United States of America. And um, it's about time for us to take our country back from these criminals. So anyway, uh, there's a lot more to discuss on this subject and a few other things. But let me first um, 
welcome our guests. We have today two wonderful guests, one of whom we've already had on this show. He was actually a guest on our first episode. You might remember him as a chief and as well as his partner in crime, the Americano. So please join me in welcoming these two wonderful and wild guys who are, are just political animals. And you're really going to enjoy hearing what these guys got to say. So welcome me, uh, join me in welcoming Chief in the Americano. Yo, 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 yo. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. We can hear you. How you doing? Perfect. Oh, man. Good. Good. What's up? What's up, guys? What's up? All right. Welcome to the show. Thank you for yes. joining us. Uh, Thanks for having so, us. So excited to have you guys on the show. Um, there we go. That's a little bit better. I had to get us some... Yeah. Uh, some space here. My head was getting cut off. More already. Mine too. There we go. Let me do that. There it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. He, back. Yeah. I put up Mount Rushmore. I felt it was appropriate since we're talking yes. about about great presidents here, and we're yeah. talking about another great president, great President Trump. But you know, the founders, as we have in the background, uh, except for uh, Roosevelt and uh, Lincoln, you know, you're talking to Washington. Um, these guys set up a system to to deal with this very sort of thing. And I don't know if you guys kind of heard, overheard what I was talking about prior right. to this, but, you know, all the election fraud that's been going on and, and how if it isn't resolved at the local level, then it moves up to the court level. And if and it's not resolved by the courts, then it moves to this to the the, uh, the Senate and the House. Right. National right. at a national level. So anyway, um, I, you know, you guys have, have really been. um knees deep in this whole thing i know and you've been doing some traveling around to different rallies and you've been uh, working with different candidates over the last couple of months you know can you give us some um, i don't know give us some some insight into what you're hearing and you know you got your ear to the street what you're hearing out there huh, well man uh it's funny because you're going down your top the top what was that top 10 yeah those top 10 uh, uh issues and you know what you finished up with which was really great is like uh you know these people aren't messing around and this is something that uh you know americano and i talk about is the fact that 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 press conference with um with uh, uh giuliani and sydney powell um and who's of the last woman's name the younger one jenna ellis jenna ellis there you go but um what people need to realize with that inter with that um that press conference is that you know that shots were fired at that that wasn't that wasn't like a oh ha ha like like Adam Schiff going on MSNBC saying oh we have proof ha ha we have proof and then they, knowing they lied in the you know in the uh, behind closed doors but these people are coming out and what they're alleging and if true which I tend to believe it's true just looking at everything else that somebody's going to jail yeah like this is this isn't a oh ha ha and then it's like we did it, and then we move on but we keep saying the same line like no like. Rudy and those guys are either going to lose a lot of their credibility and possibly get lawsuits filed against them, or whoever's involved in the other side is going to go to jail. I mean, they, the things that are set up. Well, you Fiat, think speaking, of, Fiat, speaking of set up, and I think that we're seeing this play out in real time potentially is the brilliance of our framers. Yes, we took yes. into consideration of virtually every failsafe of knowing that there were going to be people that were going to try to overthrow governments. There were going to be people that coordinated internally to uh, undermine this, the, the president at the time. But again, we have these balance of powers, excuse me, that I think people are understanding. And that's why me and you were telling people, look, have a little bit of faith. We all want to yeah. see the results yeah. yesterday. Right. <laughs> they play out a little bit. And then again, yeah. we have people that you and I perceive to be warriors like 
Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, et cetera, you can sit back and sort of let those experts do their job. You try to chop, uh, freshen up your chops as best as you can on the local stuff, which we are here in California. And then again, you just sort of hope everything plays out like you sort of uh, feel like they will again based on that said system. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, here's, I was going to say that, you know, even though the, the, the they're presenting just loads and mountains of evidence at this press conference, it still apparently was not good enough. Even after Giuliani excoriated the, the press for not covering any of this, their headline was uh, Giuliani's hair dye was melting down the side of his chin. I was like, you got to be in kidding chaotic me. Presser. In chaotic pressure. Don't forget that. I saw that. I saw the MSNBC. They were like, yeah, that's in chaotic pressure or presser. And I'm like, all right. That's their takeaway. Their takeaway is they didn't even cover any of any of what he said. You know, their takeaway is that we're, what we're watching, too, is, is I always say this to uh, Americano. It's like we're watching the end of the Democratic Party. I believe and you're this right. is what it looks like. It looks like when, I mean, we, re- we read about certain parties back in the Whig Party and all this different stuff back in the, the day that, you know, when we started, like, and they also had their, like, uh, um, they had their, like, their their family, the dynasties, you know, like, back in the day, too. So, the, the families that were running it for, you know, uh, four to eight years and the same ones that have kind of come back a few more years later to run for office. But we had it here with the Clintons, yeah. you know, we Bushes. saw what they were trying to set up with the Bushes and Obamas. But like B said earlier, you know, this is amazing because we're seeing, we're seeing how our, our constitution actually works in real time. Now we saw it with, we saw it with the Russian collusion when we sat there and then we went all the way to the courts and nothing. We saw it with the impeachment, then they sat there and went through all their pomp and circumstance and went all the way up to the courts and nothing. And we're seeing it now with people literally trying to steal the vote from the people. Mm-hmm. And it's got, I guess it's got to go all the way. And right now I have, I have two examples of it going all the way and it, the constitution works. So I'm just more inclined to believe that then going all the way to these individuals, you know, we'll, we'll get, we'll get the same result. Now, tell me what you think about this. I mean, one point of concern that I have, and I think uh, several people share this, is that, you know, you talk about um, they they exposed all of these people for for trying to take down the president with the Russian dossier, the fake Russian dossier, right? Yeah. And um, yet it seems as if our Department of Justice has sat, has sat on its hands, as has the FBI. And you have to wonder... Um, People allege that perhaps these agencies are compromised with with some of these globalist, you know, deep state operatives that are are obstructing justice in this case. Do you think that's going to happen with uh, after after the fact, after it's proven that that there was fraud? Do you think they just won't they won't prosecute anybody? Do you think, you know, people just won't go to jail? Uh, let me go see only 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 think because I think it builds off of what Siaga started with. I'm always overly skeptical because I've basically seen, and I know this is what you and I chatted about the other day. I've seen, I've seen with these two things, what they did to George Papadopoulos and what they did to Roger Stone and how they coordinated that with CNN. And by the same token, I see what they did with Bubba Wallace when I, when their, his situation happened and how they had sent in all of the FBI troops to see what was going on at the racetrack. And at the same time, like, the FBI refuses to look at Hunter Biden's laptop. It's like, I re- I know what my eyes tell me. I don't care what Bill Barr says during a press conference. What has his actions been, right? And all I see is I continue to see the people that 
we know are complicit in probably the crime of the century being the TV guests and getting the book spots and all that yeah. stuff. So, I, so moral of my story is that I think by the gauntlet being thrown down in the last few days by the legal team and obviously what they're already saying about Trump, if he leaves office, it's like there ha- it's that rubber has met the road in our lifetime that something has to happen. It can't not happen now is, in, is my opinion. And that's yep. a tremendous shift even in the last couple three weeks where i'm like you know what a deal is probably going to be made and there's going to be a lot of patty cake being played because of how big this bureaucracy really is but i i feel like now in my bones that this thing has to sort of almost crumble all the way down and, and be rebuilt back up and in, in terms of these agencies being blown up these agencies yeah. being renamed or charged being just destroyed and i think that's part of the stuff that like trump and his team are are basically slowly preparing his listeners for my opinion yeah. or, you know, perhaps this could have been i mean the last four years has really been laying the groundwork to drain the swamp yeah. not as much as draining the swamp yes. and then this next four years is when the you know the so-called you know switch is going to be flipped and and those assets that have been put in place now we'll be able to affect that change that you're talking about. And look at what those assets have been put in place in just the last maybe 30 days with the military moves, with the the executive order stuff that's being called out, people that he's pulling close to himself in his cabinet. He's taken Gina Haspel out of the intelligence meetings. It's like very important. Jack has made a, a point a few times where he's like, yo, these are wartime moves. And it's like, I, t- I tell Siaka, I read Art of the Deal. I've read a couple of Trump's books, and there's been people that have been close to Trump that have said his business a- analysis has always been when he made a business deal, whatever it was, if he bought a company, where it's coming in to look at buying a company, he said the first year process was you salvage it. You salvage the best parts of the thing that is left, right, for a year. And then year two, it's savage. You basically go ham on everything and rebuild it in your Trump image, right? So I look at that's how his terms are. Look, look, yeah. he's, he's gotten this far with zero help in the Justice Department, zero help in the intelligence agency, zero help in the FBI, right? Mm. So what happens if he does make a move and puts Rick Rennell as head of the FBI or Sidney Powell as head of the Department of Justice if this stuff comes through? It's like, next thing you know, you look up and you're like, man, instead of that cabinet that I really hated his first term, with the Tillersons and the these guys that you're like, uh, you oh, know, yeah. you look yeah. up and he's got guys next to him that you're like, man, that's who I pick, you know. And then I think that changes the whole dynamic. But again, we're all at war right now. We're at war with the Chinese, and it's like we need folks around him that are going to support his his uh, administration, unlike before, which you know, people were undermining him the entire four years. Yeah, well, we're not we're not just at war with the Chinese. We're at war with the the globalists. Yeah. And, you know, for people who aren't familiar with that term, you know what the globalists are. It's these it's a group of unelected officials. These 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 autocrats that have the, the George have, Soros. Right. That have gained power uh, around the, the world and who have infiltrated entities such as the United Nations. The World mm-hmm. Health Organization, um, uh, the American Congress and Senate, right, right, yeah. you know, but they're 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 well financed. They're backed by banks. The banks mm-hmm. really make a lot of these big moves, and um, and they and they set policy at places like Davos at the World Economic Forum or at or the Klaus. Uh, or Klaus, right, Klaus Schwab. You know, these guys are the guys that are are saying this is what we the great reset. We need to do great reset. Yeah. Did we watch? A, but didn't we watch a commercial like 
yeah. two days ago b and the guy was like he, he sounded like he was from scandinavia yeah and he had like this scary like trust me look on his face and he's like we must have a one singular word yeah <laughs> come and join and you're like uh, uh, creepy. Uh, creepy. yeah it's it was creepy. pretty creepy you hit the nail on the head with the idea of basically it's that last ditch fight between the beacon of light, the United States versus the globalists. And again, sort of China being the communist arm of it, of, of the example that they want to make of the world, right? In terms of the surveillance, the technology grid, the, the social the, credit scores, basically vaccine here. The yeah. monolithic religion, right? No, basically being no religion. So that fight, that fight and where we've come to in that fight, right? Is again, it's what we're seeing right now. This, this no holds barred thing where, where again, me and Siak is talking all the time again. We, we say that all the time because we do. But it's like the the race to this finish line, whatever this finish line is being like this final announcement who president is, is going to be the highest level of heightened like psychological warfare both ways that people disinformation, disinformation, like again, and again, the reason I say that and I don't want to talk about like minute stuff, but it's like you look up one day and it's like, oh, man, you got Sidney Powell who's on our team. Right. And then, oh, shit, Tucker Carlson's like shots fired on like our own team, you know, you know, yeah. so it, it's a thing where like, who, who do I believe? Who do I try? Like, you know, then, then I tell C it's like, man, I got a lot of guys right now saying tr like, this is, this is falling into place. Here's what's going on. Here's what's going on. But I got a lot of guys that also who've been right being like red flag, red flag. This is, this is coming together too easily kind of thing. So, hmm. um, you know, again, it just speaks to the mass mind control. It's, it talks, it speaks to the, the memory holding of the mass media, knowing that they can, they can hide a candidate. They can have really incriminating evidence on that candidate and his family come out like days before an election. And frankly, it just doesn't matter. They can they can memory hold it. They can echo chamber it. They can censor it. So again, these are these are all parts of this fight that we're in, and, and Siaka have gotten so actively involved in because again, it's so in, so riveting. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, it's it's uh, on 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 a piggyback off of that. It's like again, I feel like it always goes back to the Constitution. You know, the framers of, of our country, the founding fathers that put it together, it's like they set it up so that, I mean, they didn't have any idea of uh, computer hackers changing the vote, you know, but there are things in place where, and, and I missed the earlier part, we missed it if you mentioned it, but um, I mean, Trump has had us in an emergency, uh, a state of emergency over the vote for the last two years. Yeah. So. Right. CNN, MSNBC, even Fox News talks about talked about everything else these last two years. And then right. when he was like, "There's uh, there's going to be fraud if we do these mail-in ballots," no one even talked about that he did this two years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. so what we're seeing as well is not just the end of the Democratic Party, but it's the end of uh, multimedia moguls as we've known them. Like their trust is gone. Yeah. Well, here's their here's trust is gone. Now, here's my concern about that, you see, because they've spent the last several years, last four years, we'll just say, or well, longer, really, um, indoctrinating and brainwashing their listeners and their viewers into this way of thinking, you see. And it's going to be a very, it's going to be very difficult to reprogram these people with the truth. Well, so, go ahead. I mean, that, you know, that that's uh, I, I personally, I just tend to I want to be careful about that mentality only because like that's what they say. They're having their arguments right being like right now, how are Trump, how are yeah. Trump uh, voters to think this? Right. Yeah. You know, and I, and I <laughs> no believe that. Like, 
I believe that like it wanted to say like walk like was it walk quietly and carry a big stick, you know? Yeah. And it's like the big stick yeah. is the evidence, man. Because they can continue to spin all they want. They can continue to go all they want. But the things that are really coming to bear, the the, the accusations that are out there are real accusations that they're going to go to court with. So the media can continue to lie all they want. And at this right. point, people can continue to put their head in the sand and act like they don't see what's coming. And they're just going to have to, 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 you know, be hit by the wave in an unprotected situation. And, and we're like, be there to show grace later and be like, no, this is like, this was real, yeah. man. I get it. Because one thing we got to remember, it's not their fault if they have been ingesting lies from a media that has all the money to make it look like it's true. It's not their fault for mm -hmm. 20, 30, 40 years. Not even we can say, oh, well, the last four years and that could be kind of some people waking up, whatever. But what about the 60 or 70 year old who's been feeding on MSNBC and CNN, um, you know, for 30, 40 years? Like a lot of people I know. <laughs> No, it's like it's going to take time for it to come out but what's going to come out will be i believe is going to be so irreversible when it comes down to the proof of the cheating mm -hmm. that a lot of these people just have to do their own come to jesus moment and it and it's not going to be us going ha 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 we told you right because people right. aren't going to listen people don't like that to listen in that way but it's going to hit them personally man and i just hope that they have some type of family or or some type of uh, grounding that's outside of the media and the Democrats so that they can handle it because it's coming regardless if they want it or not. Right. And I can see, I can see the media setting, setting up the scene to make it look as if Trump has stolen the election yeah. in oh, the yeah. same, in the same way that, that Biden literally has. It seems as if they always do this. They always accuse you of the very thing that they are doing. Well, Nick, and Nick, well, well, Nick you, you want to hit the nail on the head for a couple, couple of things. So, the idea of them basically, quote unquote, setting the stage of, of what they said they were going to set and they have the mechanisms to which to set right is one of those things that that's, it's deceptive because we've we've known that they've wanted to steer us in this direction for a long time because ultimately the, the social the social engineers, the globalists, they, they obviously want us in this country fighting as much as possible because, again, right. if, there's, if, if they don't have to sh have any shots fired from an international force for us to crumble as a country, it's like, well, that's that the only was, way that to do it. That, that was who's, easy. Which was going to come to America and like take us over with their ground force when you have almost, what, 200 million people who have guns? Here, yeah. here, yeah, right. And here's the thing is that if we are fighting amongst ourselves, uh, literally, if we devolve into a civil war over this, which I think is entirely possible because the left is going to be so let down uh, once this hits that it will be even a bigger letdown than if they would have just lost outright in the beginning. So they're going to fall that much farther, that much harder, and they're going to be that much more angry, that much more riled up by the, the media uh, that that could it could incite a civil war, at which point. Um, I believe that we could become so uh, decimated and, and unorganized as a country that that the United Nations or, or some other global entity will say, well, we need to come in and we need to establish, uh, we need to normalize things in the U.S. And so they're going to send in troops or even China might come in and say, well, we're here to help the U.S. We're here to help you get normalized um, and, and invade us in that way. And of course, the media will be, you know, touting well, us as such. Have you you saw you saw what like Justin Thoreau said? Like, what was it the week of the election mm -hmm. when he was like kind of like threatening to offer help? Mm -hmm. Then yeah. the news then the news came out about that executive order. 
that executive order, then it's literally specific for foreign entities. So if you're a foreign entity and you're all, all of a sudden we see you fi financially or you're a part of the Dominion, you know, uh, scam pretty much, you're go getting going after from the full force of the American government. From the full no, force of that. So now these people who are like, oh, maybe we should go in, be careful. Yeah. Because you can say that if you want to, but now it's like, wait a second, no, we're, I mean, we people forget, like, Rudy Giuliani took the mob down with Rico. And for a lot of people who don't know Rico, it's a racketeering act that he put together so that it's find out if these organizations are engaging in known criminal activity to mm -hmm. base it on conspiracy. So, or, you know, based off of a conspiracy, what does this look like? This looks like a global Rico. So if people are going to come in and you notice not too many people outside the country now are saying shit like Justin Thoreau said well, in the first few you know, And, and, and it, it, it really, uh, Nick, it, it dawned on me for some reason, like, and I vocalized it to Siaka several weeks or so ago, and, and he's referenced it as well. It's like that lead up to the election, it was like almost on like November 3rd or 4th, there was going to be an actual transfer of power to Joe Biden. That's obviously not how our how our world works, how our presidency works. So right. if this shit was going to go down, it was it would have to be going down under under our current president, who's president for another 60 or 70 days, regardless of what happens. Yep. And it's like as as he's taken this wood time, wartime footing, had this executive order for the voting. And again, basically, I believe you know, put some put some folks in in between uh, the the Pentagon and the or the State Department and the the CIA in terms of like the operations that they can run now. It's like you know, not like try me, but at the same time, it's like you have to think this is part of the the, the strategy that his team is basically multi pronged attaching attacking. You know, oh, yeah. Well, it's, oh, it's 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 almost comforting to me that he's so quiet. Because you think that if he, if he didn't, yeah, exactly. I know on the day that they announced that Biden was the president-elect, like, according, according to AP, which is, yeah. you know, we all know it says in the Constitution that as soon as the Associated AP Press announces the president, rat. that's who the president is. It's a wrap. But he's out there playing golf. I'm like, that's my Uncle Donnie. Yeah. He's yeah. playing it cool. He's but cool. So I think he's people, got it under under control. Yeah, no, you watch these because uh, I mean, I'm sure you get you got it too, Nick. But like, you know, on our page and stuff on our social media, that that first week of everyone trying to tell you to take the loss, take the loss, take the loss. And it's like and trying to tell you what you know about like the country and, and the history of the country and the laws of the country. Just at I would say at a basic level, if you really want to try to just look, look these things up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you going to tell me to take a loss when I know what I know? Yeah. I know they don't ratify these, they certify these till December sure. 15th. I know it was 30 days with Gore last time. I was, it was only 20 years ago. 37 you know, days. Yeah, yeah we're not even, we're, 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 we're like halfway there, like to 37 days. Yeah. So we're not even, we're, and, you know, we're still three weeks out. And they want that. that, right? So it's like, you can't, you're not going to sit there and tell me stuff that I've seen in our lifetime. Not, not like, oh, this happened again. Even though if we look at um, Abraham Lincoln and how it went down there, they were mail-in ballots. They tried to use that to steal a vote from him. The media was against him because they didn't want this war. They didn't want that war to free, you know, not only just free slaves, but to change up the economic system down there in the South that was feeding a lot of people, like the media. So they didn't want that either. This guy was attacked too. He almost did a lot of the same moves you see here where he went to a wartime, uh, uh, you know, a wartime uh, Pentagon as well. So it's like these guys are Pentagon or military force at the time. You know, these guys... It, history is the clue. 
And if we take a look, if we really take our time to look, take a look at history, and especially not the history of the world, but our own history, this has happened before. Hmm. And the president has made moves and the president was unpopular. And it's funny that it happened for the, uh, another president that was working this hard, if not he, Trump to me has worked harder specifically for black people. Mm -hmm. Is it a coincidence? Yeah. I think not, because these racists, these 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 Nazis, and these these true Nazis, fascists, and Klansmen, which was started by the Democratic Party, right. yet no one's asked them for any apology, and they've not even offered one. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we 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 see every day, and in, in again, uh, we've we've really become obviously all become experts in it in, in recent months. But obviously, the the left needs blood every day. They need an emotional rah today. They need that that police interaction with that that black guy that you know was in the wrong. You know that whole thing. They need that charge. They need that thing to drive them to protest to show up to do these things. But on if you flip that coin on the other side, it's like again we we just showed up yesterday in Beverly Hills. We were in Beverly Hills yesterday, probably around around another. I would say maybe a couple thousand folks. It wasn't as big as the last one, but again, it was there was a contingent there, thousand fifty. Yeah thousand people there and i felt there wasn't a sense of loss people no. walk around like people were, there was a sense of losing and with every day in this process again as it comes out there's more evidence there's going to be more details right um and people are still continually on our side to be politically politically engaged without this emotional thing behind us that's just like hey Let's let it play the course. Let's let these experts do their job. Let's sit back and do what we can do in our own communities, right? You know, prepare ourselves, right? Because again, there are scenarios that work, play out that are obviously don't work in our favor, right? And, and life does go on. But again, sort of prepare to sort of live live your life, not be consumed by these things that we can't really control. Right. That's a good point. Uh, I'd like to, I, to um, uh, kind of step back to something you just said uh, a minute ago, Chief, about um like nazis and white supremacists and and i think this is a good point that the media has been has been hammering home uh against trump and trump and trump supporters as nazis and white supremacists and i believe that was done for a reason yeah it was, it was done to justify whatever means was necessary to steal the election so that's yep. why you saw so many people on the democrat side doing whatever they could at every single level, whether it's it's dead people voting, whether it's filling out fake ballots, whether it's stopping throwing the machine, away. throwing them away, you know, switching votes. Um, they were taking votes from the Trump and putting them in the Biden tray and then or, or then counting votes multiple times. Yeah. Um, and they feel and they feel there's no moral uh, there's no moral stopping that there's no moral obligation to stop them from doing that because they feel like they're fighting against Nazis. They're fighting yeah. against Hitler and, and these white supremacists that have taken over our country. Now that to me is kind of, is, is concerning because I think, wow, I could easily get swept up into that as well. I mean, if ever, you know, everybody asked that hypothetical question, if you could go back and kill Hitler, you know, when he was a, a kid or, you know, would you, or, you know, if you could stop Hitler, would you? And everybody's like, hell yeah, man, I would do whatever it took to stop Hitler because he was a monster, right? So so that's I think that same kind of thing applies now to these people on the left who are like, dude, I'm doing something that's right, something that's good for our country. Yeah, um, yeah. And, and that's kind of scary because that's the kind of thing that we're, we might be fighting against in the future. They, they kind of see us as these, as these Nazi monsters like Antifa does. I yeah. mean, these well, guys... You know there's a couple things when it comes to that that I always tend to uh, 
lean on and I, and I talk to B about this is like the 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 left they're emotional manipulators right like we're getting out there because like we've been going to those these rallies for three months even when you were threatened in that you know this guy was threatening you in that scene or going back and forth and you know we had that whole exchange and you came, you came in and and, and saved saved my ass man. well you know because i'm like look man you're not gonna you're not gonna the, the worst thing to me is if someone's like trying to come in at a, at a friend of mine, you know, and like yeah. the, that's why like race is such a, a basic lowest level of thinking because they would come in hard at you because you're a white boy and they want to give you all that stuff. But I'm like, I know you. Sorry, guys, I'm shaking. I was like, I know you guys. I know you. We've worked together. We've known each other for at least five years now. So it's yeah. like you're not going to tell me this guy is something and you're going to just drop the, the platitudes that are tossed out on, on CNN and MSNBC. You know, but one thing, like we're saying about them, they're emotional manipulators. We're out there because we love the country. Yeah. We love the president. We see what's what, what's coming, what's the possibility. It's harder to fight consistently because you're just angry. Mm-hmm. You know, you that's don't a, have that, that, emo- takes that emotional, yeah. Right. Yeah, that takes energy to get going. So as it, I look at it as like a big balloon, right? A helium balloon and they're, they're rising up because they feel justified. Trump's a bad dude. And every little loss has been a, a, hope, a, a hole being poked in there, right? And it's slowly coming down. And after a while, evidence will come out. The timing of this too, right? Because it, yeah, we won, yay. And then all of a sudden the things are dropping. It's like, did we win? That doubt's going to start in there. People aren't texting and, and saying terrible things as much as they were before. So mm-hmm. once it gets flipped, yeah, it's going to be an emotional like uptake and possible violence because that's how they turned uh, people like that into that. That's why they were like, he won, he won, he won. Trump lost, lost, lost. But that's not going to be sustainable, one. Two, you're, it's <laughs> those people, when they're having to face the information that no matter how much they want to hide it, it won't be, it won't be hidden. These are going to be court cases with decisions made. Mm-hmm. And these court cases are going to have the ability for, they're going to have, you know, for discovery, then that all that information, anyone can get it. It's not going you to be know, a fine for CNN thing. And me, me and Siaka, there's times when we're on the, <clears throat> on the patio in the back, you know, by the pool and just sort of just thinking and just, you know, sort of echo, echoing the idea of like, like the synchronicity of all these events that are happening at the time. It's like you have like the mainstream media, you got big tech, you got Hollywood, you got, and, and everything is going towards this like this this inflection point where there has to be change, right? So again, yeah. I, I I say this: it's like this is the stage that we are at in the culture war. We are involved in a culture war when we'll look back and we'll be like, "Man, could you be like they thought this about their 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 mom and their?" And again, it just so happens like this is that moment in time when we are so divided, right? But again, I I, I say this: it's the left need to be charged up every day and we can we see that with the help of local government right in coordination they can be destructive right but but i don't think that they really want to steal this election from trump voters because i don't think there will be the same kind of destruction in terms of like those individuals aren't going to be on the on the street burning businesses down but there's going to be a, a a whirlwind to, to to be to be this obviously stealing a vote and telling these people like we're just gonna we are just gonna do this in your face and there's nothing you're gonna do about it that's what concerns me well, right you know what you, you bring up a good point there is that it seems like whichever way we go whatever path we take whatever outcome there is it seems like they the they the globalists being they 
win in the end because either they get complete civil unrest or they get a puppet that's inside uh, the, the White House and they, that can do their bidding over the next four years and, and roll out this, this you know, the new world order, this uh, the great reset with much more ease than they would doing it through Trump. Um, but on the flip side of that, yeah, if Trump gets in and they get all the civil unrest, potential civil war and all that, then, then they can lock us down harder. Yeah. Like, you know, we would have to uh, enact martial law. The military would be deployed. So either way, it seems as if, you know, chaos reigns. In, in well, you know, I think but I think that's where, again, we come into play as the citizens of this country. And and, and I will lead towards the Trump supporters first and, and then everyone else. Like from the numbers we're hearing, we're talking about they're talking about it's such a landslide. 80 million. 80. Right. right. Um. And I and I believe it. I mean, with the energy we just saw of Beverly Hills, the three of us for three months, you know, uh, California being flipped. The difference is, is that um, don't just, I don't I would say we shouldn't just look at it in a vacuum only because if it's if the left were justified and on the back end, we're not going to see that a lot of these elected officials right and left. were complicit to this. Hmm. So we're we're talking about again, like I said earlier, when it's like these two sides, like they've sh they've they fired the real shots, and if somebody's going to jail, mm -hmm. and they can be all high, people can be hyped up until you see your people starting to get put in jail, just and and the, your Maxine Waters or your uh, Adam Schiff for lying, all these people that have been lying and gassing people up. Yeah, from what they're talking about, it's going up to that level of those people are going to get cuffed up. So when we're seeing that. It, it, you don't they don't have the the head of the snake anymore though people aren't going to be running out there and you got to think of the psychology of the left they're yeah. they're all they're, they're cowards by nature yeah. because of what they're um, taught they're not taught to go out there and grab guns right. and be violent in that individual way so unless they have the will of everyone else being like yeah let's go mob it up they're not going to be out there yeah. you came out there because you you love your country brian and i went came out because we love our country not because we're trying to find you you to go hate on someone else no Right, right. So we showed up because of this thing in here. They don't have that. Yeah, you're right. No, right. I mean, they are they are motivated. That 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 hate that motivates them. It can they can only sustain it for so long. And like for you so said, long, they, they small, need a new thing. thing. They need a new thing to trigger them into that that hate mode. Exactly. Now, but but hey, they have a great friend in the mainstream media that is more than happy to provide them with whatever ammunition, so to speak, that they need but, to get them riled up. But like B was saying earlier, everything's lining up. If you look at the numbers, AT&T right now is trying to sell CNN. Mm -hmm. CNN has less viewers on a consistent basis on their programming and Tim Pool free on YouTube. Yeah. This thing is changing because of that. Hollywood Appar is Apparently people are stopping watching Fox, you know, and, yeah. and, and I think that 50% off of YouTube, you know, and again, I think that as silly as it sounds because again that's the whole other side what they want to be like well it's because fox news whatever and again someone who hasn't been who hasn't defended fox news for 25 years um you know you, you see it you see again that part of um they're willing to burn their business they're willing to financially collapse to to push this agenda again much like disney much like hollywood much like like netflix right mm -hmm. they're willing to pick their partners they're willing to dig their graves the nikes the sponsors but again it's all just little incremental parts of this culture war and again we look at the nfl numbers what are the nfl numbers showing off the charts poor and again it's like you know what it's cultural things where sunday sunday today i'm sitting here being like you know what I'm gonna read a book. I'm not even gonna see who's playing. I don't care who's playing. I oh, yeah. play. and I hear Siaka playing the guitar in the background. 
You know what I mean? So I'm like, <laughs> it's like completely he's, obviously, he's obviously disengaged, you know? And again, these are the things in the culture world where it's like, we're theoretically voting with our dollars, right? Maybe my right. mom in the Midwest by not watching Fox news and maybe me and Siak are out here in LA, not watching any NFL football. When it's like, you know what? I'd like to see what's going on with Tom Brady and, you know, Tampa Bay or da 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 da. It's just these things, these decisions are being made. And like, at some point, again, this is what I pray God for my children that, the mainstream media is not used as a weapon to lie to them at some point. Just do the news, cover the news. You know what I mean? Don't be an active instrument in lying and deceiving to the people that are tuning in into trusting you. Sure. That's the ultimate deceit, you know? And again, you get these people mesmerized by it where it's like, if it's on in the background 24 hours a day while you're in the kitchen, it's like you have no choice but by osmosis. To, yeah, that's what your worldview is, you know? You know, that's not, that's not by accident. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, people for long for a long time trusted the news, but I, I, you know, my parents' generation, you know, were brought up to trust these news anchors when you only had three stations: you had ABC, yeah. NBC, and CBS. Yep. And you got guys like Dan Rather, you know, that were out there, um, who they just presented the news. They didn't they didn't put their spin on it. They didn't mm-hmm. have opinions about it. They just said, "This is what it is. This is what's going on in the world, and it's up to you to decide how you feel about that." And and we've moved so far away from that now to where you can you can watch the news now and and every other word is I think so essentially this is all opinion it's all opinion uh, it's not really any particular news they tell you how to think they program you how to think and I watch this I see people's responses on social media and the way yeah. that they and the way that they converse with me these are literally CNN talking points that I'm that they're listing off in these conversations I'm like do you have an original thought on this subject. Or are you just going to mirror back to me or, or parrot back to me what you hear on the news? Yep. And it's it's sad that people really don't. They've been they've been spoon fed these opinions for so long that they don't know how to, ha- how to have their own opinion on these th- well, on these things. You know, I mean, what we got to think about the reason why it's going to take some time. I think it will take at least the next two to three years before it kind of really calms down is the fact that like. It's not just social media and, 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 and mainstream media that has infected this country. It's our school system as well. Mm-hmm. So you have like the place I grew up in in Evanston, you have, you know, from kindergarten up of a certain ideology that I've heard got, has gotten even worse compared to when I was there back, you know, almost 20 years ago, 20 some years ago. It's like we're, we're, we're also we're also seeing like not only is like the, the old news media falling, like losing money hand over fist right now mm-hmm. social media like twitter twitter lost it lost by what 10 percent or 20 percent recently yeah, of, uh, yeah. it's not, you know we see what's going on with facebook we see what's going on with instagram as they straight up just censor people right to their faces yeah you know and, and we're we're seeing we're seeing all these things happen where like they're they're not going to be able to hide from it you know they're not going to be for hide from these things that are falling apart the school system with this corona the left is very arrogant and they use this to try to break people down. And just like B, he homeschools, you know, his kid. We've That's met good. so many people homeschooling. Yeah, the my friends do too. Idea. Yeah, it's going to shift, which it needs right, to. Right. Because right. you're getting sick and tired of blatant lies that now we're seeing. Why are you going to send your kid to get $120,000 in debt, which is like a house back in the day, uh-huh. for them to come home and hate you? Right. Like, right. no, this stuff is changing so much and people aren't even looking for those credentials in the same way anymore. Cause like we we travel a lot with major and major points out, he says and everything he says, he's like, he didn't finish college, but like at this point, 
the master's degrees, multi, you know, interning at Washington for 10 years before they started working up. Like, we've seen the track record. Does that work? Right. Doesn't it and it and it doesn't. And all that that piece of paper is is just it signals to other people that you're part of the club. Yeah. That, that yeah. you can that you've been, you know, sufficiently trained to be able to participate and and you know the rules and you know the, the talking points and you know how to to yep. play the game. Play the game. Um yeah. and here's the thing is that it seems to me is that they're so desperate. Uh, and this is just my opinion, but it seems to me that they're so desperate that because the timeline was screwed up by Trump getting into office, that they that they've yep. they've gone all in now and they're going all out and it's like it's like all or nothing. And they are risking pretty much their own survival in an effort to overcome Trump and hope that someone like Biden will get in there and cover for them and help them recover and um and basically carry on doing the same thing that they've been doing they, all these they years care, just they care, if, they care if it's somebody as long as it's not Trump. Right. Trump is in again. I'm not a sycophant. We could basically have an hour show of things that I he does and has done that I don't like at all. Right. But that being said, the the fight that he has put up against that mechanism that's been been in his face, that's been you know actively in his face even before he was elected, is it's again his 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 it's it's his work ethic, um, it's it's his his stubbornness, you know. And again, it's like. These are sort of, it's sort of that moment in time where it's like, you know, of course they want Biden because he's bought and paid for. And we heard the tapes of basically his his son and how the business is structured. I mean, it's, it's phenomenal. We, again, that nobody even cares, right? That, he, that uh, Biden is a Chinese, essentially he's a Chinese asset. Everything you look at the definition of it and that's that's obviously what, what he is. So I, I believe it was you and I, uh, again, talked about this the other day in terms of the it's not billions of dollars or a couple of this or it, what is at stake with Donald Trump at the helm of this country is trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of hundreds of trillions of dollars in in money around the world from the big banks to, again, the the trade deals of us entering it back into the Paris Climate Accord. And again, the, the WHO coming in to be able to talk about this and all of these globalist entities that have been basically ushered into places under our nose. <clears throat> and people like us have been called conspiracy theorists for talking about what they've been telling us. That's all of a sudden here and basically ready to go just by just turn the key and, yo universal basic income. You guys are going to be locked down. It's going to be a police state. You're going to have an app on your phone. Hey, by the way, here's this mandatory vaccine if you want to do the next thing you know. It's like, look, this is that social credit score that we were basically being told was being rolled out in China. And again, yep. we're, we're, we're in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, these these people, they seem to be the Democrat Party, you know, as is a friend of China. And and we see that with Joe Biden's association and affiliation with them is the most obvious and out front of them all. But you look at the way that they that they've handled this coronavirus lockdown and it's been in line with what the Rockefeller Foundation outlined with Operation Lockstep. And and which is which is pretty much exactly what China did over there, except on a much more extreme level. Mm-hmm. But I think the next phase of this in and during the second wave or the third wave, whatever you want to call it, that they're going to roll out here, they're going to they're going to finally crush uh, completely all of the small businesses mm-hmm. and pretty much eviscerate the middle class, consolidate all the power into the hands of the, of the few, which are these mega corporations like Amazon and Walmart. 
Um, and then they're going to leave the rest of us struggling to survive. And when all of the unemployment money runs out, when there's no more government assistance, then they're going to say, hey, look, we've got this this wonderful thing. It's called universal basic income. All you got to do is take this vaccine and then it's going to be all you got to do is, well, sterilize yourself. And then all you got to do is, you know, uh, it's, it's it's never going to end. And we're going to be trapped in this this awful thing. And so this is like the last stand for not just America, but for the world. You know, we got to, we got to, people got to look at, you know, because you're going on the line of what it could be. And if anyone's watching, go, ah, they'll never do that. Like I give them two examples. They never said they would go uh, post birth abortions, which is murder. I like how they just put abortion on there to make it sound cute. And it's like, they're, they're already going down the line of how, how far they're willing to go with these masks. These masks, is a, they're the, it's the prime example of how far they, they know they can go with the random person. Right. And, and anyone's out there, you know, uh, you're complying with this while you're walking outside by yourself or with one other person. Like, they got you. Yeah. They got you. It's you social conditioning. There, exactly. You can sit there and watch the videos. Of, we see multiple videos. But just recently of Gavin Newsom partying so loud they had to close the doors of the other parties with people around uh, after telling those not to have Thanksgiving parties, but they're wearing them. They're not wearing masks at their party. So right. it's like you have to get to a point and like be pointed out and use these because people have lost the ability to use these and delineate information for themselves. You know, if I'm watching this person who we said it today, hey, would you think the governor of a state has more information than you or me? Yeah, most likely, right? They got all the money, so they should have better information than we do. So if this guy's going to a party and not wearing a mask, maybe he's maybe he knows something, he knows something. we don't. Absolutely. I don't know. You know, no, like I these people so. are traveling to Hawaii. Maybe they know something and we don't. How about we try to take that instead of going back to the one thing of the 250 dead and everyone's scared? So, 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 Nick, the thing that's amazing, and again, why, why, basically, a lot of this is like a dog chasing his tail, but also it, just, it goes back to the, it goes back to the, old, old, the, the previous statement about globalism versus nationalism or populism, right? So, the Great Reset, right? The Great Reset concept and how it basically ties into like. Again, we could pull up charts. We could talk about numbers. We could have. We could talk about how it relates to Bitcoin. We could talk about how it relates to if people had any unfathomable amount of idea how much money our country is printing on a daily basis to keep this charade of our economy going. Wall Street, big tech, the stock markets through all of these you know, illegal mechanisms in the stock market, and all of these shady business deals. Mm -hmm. It's so the whole the whole Wuhan virus shutdown in, in this whole great reset is just it's perfect timing for them to basically be like, oh, man, excuse me, by them. I mean, you know, the big banks that have architected yeah. the, the same entities be like what, it, you know, out of our hands is all because of COVID, all because of COVID, all because of COVID. And then again, usher in this great reset. Right. Which is, again, a globalist program. So, again, we have Donald Trump. That's basically the only person there that has is stopping them from just walking us right into this global thing where it's like look you know what you got we're seeing what's going on with you guys are so racist as a nation we got to send in the un troops under the whole obama's safe cities initiative with with that they signed so again the, the whole globalist nationalist populist thing is a real fight it's at the it's at like a, a climax right now and it's like the, the, again, the difference, the difference is I see the difference is basically like you being told that you you need that shot or or else, 
Well, it's 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 as if we're engaged in in a global war right now. It's just a kind of yeah. as, asymmetrical warfare where there's not literally shots being fired, but but they are they are utilizing other means and methods to attack us, whether that's with information, information warfare. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they're using fear to control people to get them to accept things that they otherwise wouldn't, such as these masks or lockdowns or. God forbid this mRNA vaccine, which is actually going to rewrite your DNA. Mm -hmm. um, these are awful, horrible things that no one would ever agree to, except by the utilization of the fear that they've been injecting into us via the media. Mm -hmm. And so this is a form of warfare and they are trying to overtake, uh, overtake our country just yep. by, by covert means. And they well, have, you, they have help from within our own country, from within our own people that have sold us out. You know, it's funny you say that because like, you know, B and I talked about it, you mentioned it earlier, everything's coming to a crescendo right now, mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. And if we pull back and, and uh, if some people are religious and you look at, you know, end times and revelations, I was talking to a friend of mine this morning on a walk and, and she, you know, she's pointing out some scripture she was reading and I'm just kind of like, you know what it feels like? It feels like this, this uh, pandemic that they, you know, set up and had us uh, locked away from each other. I've seen two types of people go this way, two types of people out of it. Those like the three of us that decide to take hold of our own future, because that is more of an American way of grab hold of your own identity and, you know, go with it, step up, put your name on it, all that stuff. Yeah. And I've seen on the other side, they sit and wait to feel something. They yeah. sit, sit and wait to feel upset in order to go out. They sit and wait to feel safe enough in order to go out. And so you have these two different mindsets. And I go back to Revelations because they say, you know, those that believe in, in Christ will be saved while the others will suffer. And I don't see it as like a, a literal like fire and brimstone. I see it as an a, a internal emotional thing hmm. because throughout this whole time, I know it's people like yourself, like B and, our, and myself, like this has been one of the most fulfilling emotional times of my life. Mm -hmm. I feel like I've grown in a way that, to to me ultimately i just and it's just for me i feel like it's about time mm -hmm. you know to grow up into a certain man that i've always thought that i could be mm -hmm. and on the other side i see people waiting stagnant in, in a stagnant place to be told it's okay to live again and right. so that's the pain of revelation there that's to me anyway that's the pain that people will go through and have to go through when they look around in the next year or two when you and myself and brian were smiling and laughing and living our life they're going to have to be breaking through this thing that tells them that told them for so long that it that it, that isn't happiness that is the truth well, while we're seeing other people live that you know it's really hard man you know and, and when c started talking there it just it, i i had to write down a quick note and, and i went a little bit different direction than he did when he started talking i'm just i put one word down and it's like the thing that we are fighting for is the spirit of this country yes and the spirit of this country was going to the wild west was the wild west dangerous was it was it real easy going over those rockies right <laughs> with the, with no, the no, I, you, know, you know what i'm saying it's like you no, know, i played oregon trail that, that was hard man yeah, that, was, that was a hard thing and so it's it's in the spirit of us to be and again i'm not talking about like and again i have two young children would i be going out and putting myself my health my children's health in jeopardy if there was this thing that was actually a real thing there's again, the data just proves that there, it's not there and what what we have to basically again preserve what we have to pass on because again it has been basically extinguished in recent years but again come back with this mentality of like look 
no, man, we're not going into a curfew at 10 o'clock because you say so. We're going to be in front of your house as long as we can. You know what I mean? And then if you want to get your goons out there and push us out, let them do their job, that's fine. But like this, this spirit of the Carlos Zapatas and Red Bluff, California, and the spirit of the spirit of, uh, we, we actually talked about Carlos yesterday, Nick, but the, yeah. the, yeah. Idea, the idea of people like Rob Taylor down in Orange County, people being pushed around again, that that game is over with. That game has been over with for a, for a couple months now. Um, and again, we could be getting closer to a head that hope hoping cooler heads prevail. Um, but, you know, ultimately, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's up to people like us. Right. Because, again, we have to be the leaders. We have to be the, the shepherds in our communities and the people that are our circles to, again, Siaka references. Look, it's like talking to a child sometimes. But again, are you going to get mad at a child the same way you're going to get mad at? And no. So, no, like think try to be Christ like try to try to take the high road, you know, yeah. and, and it's like it's, it's not always going to work. There's going to be times when, when I know Siaka and I get heated together. There's times I know when Siaka gets heated talking to other people and vice versa. We're all imperfect, but we can strive to, again, embody that Americana spirit that makes us what everybody in the world has wanted to be for a hundred years. Yeah, yeah, where people get into into tubs and sail and sail over from one country to the other, where they are currently walking thousands of miles and paying money and having their family members abused just so they can get here. Right, like that's a there's a reason for that. Yeah, and, yeah. and we've lost the the um, gratitude for where we really live. Well, I think this gives us an opportunity to come to appreciate it again. I mean, this whole experience has given me a new appreciation for what it means to be an American, what my freedom means to me and how valuable it really is. And even my faith, you know, I mean, as soon as they said, no, you can't go to church anymore. I was like, and I didn't really go to church a lot. You know, I'm a, I'm a spiritual guy. I have a guy, you know, relationship with God. I was raised Catholic and I went to church, you know, but I hadn't really been in a while. But as soon as they said, you can't go, I was like, oh. Yeah. Hey, I want to start going to church again just because the government you, says you can't do it. You shouldn't read. Yeah. Don't read that. Watch that. Okay. Right. Right. And assume, I mean, yeah, I, I, there's nothing I hate more than people telling me what to do, man. And, 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 and that's this country is is founded on freedom. As long as you don't hurt anybody else, as long as you're not uh, bringing harm to the community, you can do whatever you want to do, um, mm -hmm. you know, within limits, of course. Mm -hmm. Um and that's what makes this country great. And then all of a sudden we turn in Oregon, there are no limits in Oregon. That is true. No that is, you get that right. crack. You get that's that right. crack in Oregon. I saw a meme. I saw a meme the other day that was a you know several lines of coke lined up in a straw. Oh, and one, like one thing in this picture is illegal in Oregon because you can't have plastic straw. In Oregon. <laughs> I, I wonder, I wonder if they would raid somebody for their plastic straws, but oh, the coke is fine. You know, you guys are good to go with that. I that mean, is hilarious. That is hilarious. Again, that is the beautiful thing about our our, constitu our constitution or our republic, right? Like Oregon can be crazy like that. And right. then I can go, no, I don't want to live in a crazy place like that. Let me go someplace else. But when they start to, to lie to the culture, and I really believe like it's been 60 years of a lie. This is not where we're supposed to be as an American culture. Mm -hmm. This yeah. isn't where we're supposed to be. They, from uh, former Democrat operatives talking about they cheat on everything. The smaller the election, the better. Mm -hmm. To the media lying to us since at least since we've been alive, the '90s telling us how we should it, it should go to everything else. The lie, mm -hmm. lie of the Iraq War, the lie of Afghanistan War. The, we've been lied to so much, so much. How, like 
it's it's going to be hard for me now knowing how they've cheated and how they've been cheating. These poor inner city areas. It's more likely now that people tried to change it, and they and they they didn't get a chance because Maxine Waters now gets seventy four percent of the vote randomly and hadn't did anything during the, the yeah. election. I'm glad I'm glad you brought that up, Oz, because you brought up Maxine Waters earlier and and Shifty Schiff and all these folks here that have have maintained their their grip on California for so many years. When it seems to me that there's there's a rise, there's evidence of a rising red tide here in in the in California. And if you look at California, if you look at the electoral map, at least in 2016, the majority of it was red. You've got a few yep. pockets of blue in San Francisco and Los Angeles. But other than that, everywhere else is red. Now, I realize that there, there, there are large concentrations of, of people in those cities. But then when you look at how this fraud has been being perpetrated by the Democrat Party for decades now, it's yep. it's entirely possible that they have that they have been stealing these elections in those major city centers yes. For years, and people I mean, like them have been kept in power for that by that very reason. It's not. I it's not even. I wouldn't even say probable. It's it's, it's or uh, possible. It's probably probable. Highly yes. probable because it's becoming more and more likely. Yeah. yeah. Now, have I mean, you guys heard at, anything about a, a, of any kind of audit of the California account? Uh, that's um, that is coming. I was talking to um, uh, who was I talking to yesterday you know? at, the, at the rally? But um, oh. I know that that uh, they're getting together with uh, a lot of the legislators or people that were running for Congress and they're not conceding. Uh, I, I was texting Joe last week after the press conference was like, yo, dude, don't give up. He goes, wasn't planning on it. We're going all the way with this thing. Okay. One of the biggest issues that started Trump on that whole was executive order was the irregularity voting here in California. Mm -hmm. So California was like one that that popped it all up on the radar. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna see, like, dude, this, I mean, we had somebody in Oakland went look, to sleep, he lost, woke look, up, he look. Like, you know, and again, you you asked a question here again about this the state, Nick, and again, C and I, C and I have lived here long enough to sort of gauge. And again, we've actually had the benefit of traveling the coast now and, and engaging with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, politically you know and you know again I, again i could go back and look but i i believe that i saw that diane feinstein had financial ties to either the dominion software or some her of husband, her husband uh, as, as does pelosi, pelosi. As does pelosi. So, I'm, yeah. I'm, so again i have to ask are these the people that we're going to entrust to to coordinate these elections one and then two you know a number that i don't know if you guys saw it nationally but really was it was a little bit surprising but it's not and it can it can speak to the other reason why the state of california is tending to shift red is because that trump got a ton of hispanic votes he mm -hmm. got a ton more hispanic votes i think this run around than any in president had. Yep. And, and i'm talking into the tens of millions of more hispanics because again you have to pause for a second it's like hispanic catholic you know again dad in the house you know fleeing countries you know it, within generations socialist yeah. countries police state da, 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 and it's like they're yeah. here and we've had again in la where we live in la we've had a bunch of those conversations into the probably hundreds of it's like no i left el salvador because of this or you know you know i'm here because of this i don't i'm seeing this happen here and oh that's exactly how it was in honduras when you know when, when my dad fled you know and again we could reference all of these and it's like uh, that Hispanic vote isn't going to go as far left, I think, as as people think. And I think uh, I think the black vote too. You know, they did. you saw Maxine was out there trying to uh, demonize and batter uh, black men who support Trump. 
you know, saying we'll never forgive you. Yeah. The one difference I think, uh, what yeah, B brought up uh, the Hispanic vote, what and and they're being Catholic. What they've done here in America was in the to me in the black community they they infested the churches. So you had these these uh you know snake oil salesmen as preachers and and reverends telling the, the congregation what to think. I mean that was the one of the biggest reasons gay marriage didn't pass in two thousand eight because the Mormon money was going into these black churches and they were being told what to think and how to vote. Mm -hmm. But you know, with that being said and that being pushed away, it was harder for them to do that for individuals who are coming from such poor areas that what they really had to hold on to in order to make it to America, they're holding on to a dream. If you're holding on to a dream, you, you got to have, have a grounding that isn't your surroundings. So to have that religious grounding that they had and then they come up here, mm. they're, they're, the, the left is missing a whole like uh, a step in order to indoctrinate them in the way they think they can. Well, the, where they got that in, in in America, where they they demonize Christmas, so like average people don't sit and talk about that anymore, like we used to back in the eighties and nineties, and to the point where Christians are silent, and then in the black churches they're just lying to them left and right, and they're paying these preachers off in order to do that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it, it's a it's a real they've missed the boat there because their arrogance thought, oh, we'll just make everything race and everyone will jump aboard. And it's like nah, like Latin culture is very specific. Mm -hmm. It's not just a tint. And those that do fall for it, like all cultures, if they do fall for it, that's on you. But they're, they messed up with that one because a lot of Catholics coming out that. Mm -hmm. well, you, you're right. I mean, and this these first generation, you know, even second generation. But when you get, you know, third, fourth generation, um, it tends to lose. They tend to lose that that ideology, not that ideology, yeah. but at least that, that that religious foundation that they had, that their parents had. And they tend to get more indoctrinated into the um, the. Uh, non-religious uh, secular system secular, and they yeah. go and you get into colleges they go to these universities where they again are further brainwashed into this this new ideology this new way of thinking and all of a sudden boom you got a new you got a new democrat voter so yeah, it's, um, it's, it's it's a multi-pronged approach to get people to not talk about god not to believe in god not to believe in jesus christ and again i i, I fell victim to it for the longest time thinking like it wasn't cool it wasn't the thing to be and again just think about how that instrument again reference back to culture war reference back to to mind control what the media has been piping to people 24 hours a day through the music through everything is the the, the least cool thing to do is is to get into god when it, it basically conflicts with all of these creature comforts and, and and excesses that are way more comfortable you know and again that's that comes from again like lack of a father in the home setting the guidelines and the guidance and again uh, a, a media and culture that has run amok right that i think that we're trying to get our reins back in obviously with siaka doing his you know you know his 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 um, exodus from hollywood his leaving hollywood to, to sort of focus on the the issues that caused him to sort of just look at his career and then the involvement life. in life you know and so again same thing, same thing happened to me yeah yeah, so, you know, it, so again, all of these things are, are again that 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 inflection point. Again, what's Netflix going to look like in two years? Is Netflix going to be around? You know, is YouTube going to be around? And the, one of the things I find is refreshing, um, and it's it's kind of hypocritical because we're not as um, active as we probably want to be, but we have seen that there is a there is a palette for people to leave the the Twitters and the Instagrams for the parlors and you know the rumbles and some of these. Yeah, it's shoot. So yeah, I, yeah the, so I think maybe when this election has a resolution, I think people might just be, you know what, man, hey, you know, you know what, take a hike, guys. I'm out of here. I don't really because look, we were all on MySpace at one time. 
we're not locked on the MySpace, right? I think at one point it was like people were like, "Oh man, can you imagine not having MySpace?" MySpace, right? yeah, 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 right, right. Just like there's a thirst right now for really great comedy, right? There's really people because people haven't been able to to have good comedy. There, there there's just this thirst for in Hollywood that is lacking. And again, we talk about good, good content. Sure. There you go, great content. You know. There is. And they are they are starting um, uh, certain conservative studios are, are beginning to pop up. You know, Antonio Sabato Jr. is yeah. one of them who is spearheading that effort. And there are several other actors and not not even well-known personalities, but people who are conservative who see that there is a is a niche, not even a niche, but a need in the marketplace yeah. or something like that, because it's been so overwhelming with this this liberal programming and people are walking away. I mean, I watch some of this stuff. I'm like, dude, this is straight up propaganda. Yeah. It's like yeah. not even entertainment anymore. More. I, or I just, stupid. It's just yeah. dumb. Like, yeah. like screw the propaganda. That's one of the things that gets me. If I'm trying to just watch something to enjoy it, and then all this other come stuff comes up, I'm like, this is just dumb. Yeah. Like, this is just dumb. dumb. Like, all right, you can make try to make me feel bad because I'm not like caring about Doctor Who's episode on Harry Tubman, but this is stupid. Like, why do I want to watch Doctor Who talk to Harry Tubman? That's not why I watch Doctor Who. Right. You know, and that's okay. That's right. why I watched Doctor Who to see some especially when he, especially when he ended up apologizing in that one, didn't he? Yeah, well, yeah, they well <laughs> no, no. Did he apologize did. for being white. He's no, no, she did. No, she did. The female doctor apologized. Has he been a female oh, doctor? She. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's right. That's and right. The ratings, I, and the ratings have hit the floor, so it's all tanked. And they're well, you know the, the new 007 is a female. Yeah, yeah. Have you I'm seen this? Probably not gonna watch that either. You know, but it's I like mean, because because they do things like I love Alita, you know, and Alita, one of the biggest issues was Alita uh, having a positive male role model as like a father figure because they didn't just like lock all the black men up to deconstruct mascul uh, masculinity here. They also have shamed a lot of the white folks or middle class into uh, turning off or turning down their level of masculinity. And you see all their movies that they want us to love, like Birds of Prey, where friends of mine worked on the movie and they're like, it was the director was a first time director who was nothing but an ad exec. So it's all she knew was programming. And she everyone's getting all the guys are getting punched in the balls. Ha ha, that's funny. Hmm. Like that's, that's what you're point. doing so much. And he, both stunt friends of mine, male and female, I go this way, male and female, they were both like, it sucked. It's a great idea of the, the, the project, but what they're doing, it sucks. So they're putting, they're, they're literally flushing millions and hundreds of millions of dollars down the toilet for this ideology. Yeah, and they, it's, they, it's coming home to roost because they're not going to have China anymore to pay for them. I agree. And you can see that in the ratings. I mean, sports has done it. We talked about this earlier, you know, the NBA and NFL and their ratings tanked as a result of the politi politicization. That's a tough yeah, one to say uh, of, of sports. You know, people don't want to see it. People go nope. to sports for an escape. They don't go to have that thrown in their face. Same with movies and television. You go there for an escape. You don't go to have, you know, someone tell you this is how you need to think. This is how you need to feel. And you're wrong person. for that. Like, right. Like, man, Chris Evans is going to tell me I'm wrong about stuff. I'm good, man. Like, yeah. I, I love you, Captain America, but, you know, that's about it. You know, like, yeah. Like, easy, Ruffalo. Like, take it easy. These guys need right. to take it easy. Because one thing that they, they act like, they act like you and I don't know what it looks like. They act like you and I don't know what, whenever, when, when we're on set and we're around them and we see what's going on, it's like, dude, you need to chill out, man. You don't know what you're talking about for most of the stuff. Sure. No. I mean, they, they've taken advantage of a platform that they've been given and they're it's they, they went, rather than doing something positive with it, rather than, um, 
you know, spreading a, a positive message or doing something, you know, constructive, they've chosen to destroy and tear down and attack and vilify. And it's just, it's, it's really, it's, it should be beneath them, but it's not. And it's a shame. And they've only served to embarrass themselves and further alienate themselves from the conversation. Well, this is the time for But again, we have to, we have to keep things in perspective from the standpoint, again, I'll reference what I said before, like their echo chamber. Yeah. Their, echo, their echo chamber isn't typically listening to what Nick Naya and Chief and Americano are saying or the sources and methods that we use to get our information. Right. And, you know, and again, it goes back to that part of the culture war, the cognitive dissonance in terms of like refusing to see something in front of your face or the Stockholm syndrome. Right. All of these psychological things that, you know, have been you know, example in other countries at different times, like we're going through them right now, all the way up to them trying to, you know, start a color, color revolution in the streets. You know, it's like the historical context and times that we're living in. And again, I mean, me and see, we sit there again and at the end of the day and be like, man, it's, it's, you, you, and again, I'll reference that press conference again from the other day, just from like a historical person context. For, for me, I've seen the shit. I, like, I remember seeing all of the 9 11 uh, press conferences and, you know, a lot of the big, you know, um, even the big international ones where, you know, they have translators just sort of seeing the, the UN stuff. And it's like mm-hmm. seeing this one is like one of those ones where you sit back and, like, again, shot fired in terms of names, fingers pointing, stuff like that to the standpoint of like, Man, this again is exciting time to be alive. Um, you know, and, and again to it be, is. To, to try to be plugged in. The, again, again, I I say it also. The more that I think that I know, the more that I realize I don't know anything. Right. So it, it makes this this viewing of real life games of Thrones like a really interactive. Yeah. And just this phenomenon of social media, and then, and then again, it's like social media, and then you're in LA, and then it's like oh. You know, there's Dave Rubin. I'm talking to Dave Rubin. Oh, and 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 uh, there's like, Dennis Prager coming over and dancing, dancing with a group of, and, and, of, and of he, Israelis in the middle of Santa Monica because he's like out there randomly, you know, to support. And it's a, it's 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 a wild time. It really is. I yeah. mean, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know, all we had was just this one way communication device yeah. talking at us, mm-hmm. and now we can actually, instead of yelling back at the TV, we can actually talk back. And, and yell and have, back at each other. Wow. And yell back at each other. And also have platforms like this where we can, you know, have our own communication yeah. and, and get our own ideas and thoughts out there for people to observe and think and, and perhaps have thoughts of their own, I would hope. Um, so tell me, I mean, do you, do you guys, you guys are talking about doing, do you do a podcast or you do a podcast, oh, yeah. right? We don't push it too much. We we, okay. we sort of do our we do the, the the bulk of our activity on IG, but we do sort of a kind of a weekly thing, sort of depending on our availability, where we sort of recap what's happened in that week, or if we did something. You know, when we went and saw Trump in DC, we did one. When we saw Trump in Vegas, we did one. Yeah. Um, after the election, we did one, and you mm-hmm. know, so we 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 should be more active. We we should probably migrate to a Rumble or something like that. Yeah. And, build our our stance that way but um but you can find episodes here on youtube yeah okay. in the americano because uh all one word it'll come up you'll see this mug and that that mug our fans <laughs> know i'm not the best at pointing Wait. to where i need to go so i can't do it yeah, yeah, yeah it's no, all backwards Mom, I can't do you know, it. We, we have, you know, Nick, you, Nick, you know, we have, you see, I can have, have the unique ability and the relationship uh, to, again, we, we, 
are such independent thinkers in, in terms of like he listens to who he listens to and you know puts his point of view together and things and then i do the same thing and then we sort of basically meet in the mental gymnasium almost on a daily really? basis where we're like hey did you hear this this and again we if it's something that he says that I don't quite, you know, doesn't understand or wrap my head around or get into, I ask him a lot of, you know, super follow-up questions. He's, you know, and then by the same token, I'm like, hey, my guy had said this, and, you know, what? If, and we cross-reference each other, and again, we 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 always settle with again our own independent thing, but we're able to again look at a landscape way probably twice as wide as most people can because yeah. we have more eyes on it. Well, you know? and, and and one of the things I don't know if we've talked about in the show yet, but uh you know, B and I have known each other since we were 17. Mm-hmm. And he comes from Nebraska. I come from liberal ass Evansville, Illinois. And mm-hmm. in right outside of Chicago. And it wasn't up until what, six years maybe mm-hmm. that we could say we we were politically on the same side. Maybe less than that, maybe five, four or five years. Four or five, yeah. Yeah, definitely before the election because we were leaving yeah. that way. So, I mean, when we say we go into the, uh, the mental d- gymnasium on this, it's to the point where his father came out for Thanksgiving once and we're hanging out and we're all families hanging out and he's listening to us go at it. And I was coming from a, a, a left point of view, holding tight to it too. Um, to the point where his dad was like, after we we're done going through our little, you know, debate slash argument his dad's like holy crap he goes how are you guys still friends he's like i, I had a best friend and we had an argument like this 20 years ago we haven't talked since <laughs> and, and, and you know to to me i was to me it was always something that i found valuable which is like if you can't debate and, and really kind of iron out your thought processes with your friends like then how can you truly believe in anything you believe in and i because i'm like i know brian's person his belief system when it comes down to politically like that. Yeah. That's part of it. Circumstantial, whatever, but I know who he is to me. I know what we've been through in our day-to-day life. So I will never let, no matter how upset I would get on him, not fit, like seeing the way I saw, but I would think about like his point of view and frustratedly try to figure out why he thinks the way he thought. It ended right. up working out where then for me in my own experience, getting sober and finding a God for myself, where then I'm le- leaning more into where he thinks. So it wasn't like because we argued enough back and forth, I just mm-hmm. came to his side. It was still my own journey. Yeah. But the journey was, you know, he, we were able to bang away at this thing in a way where it was like, look, it's trust. So you say a friend, you love your friend and that's your homie. You got to let them be your homie as well as go back and forth. And I think we've really established something awesome here that everyone can have in a relationship, should have in relationships. Should have, yeah. I think you know what that's that's some great advice for people. I mean, I think that's that's a good place for us to kind of wind down the conversation here because we are coming up against ninety minutes. Um, mm-hmm. So we usually try to keep these these episodes at around that 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 size. But um, it's too much of us, though, man. You got cheap and americano. It's too much for just ninety minutes. We can probably give you ninety eight minutes or something. Yeah. There's there's a lot there's a lot of stuff here, but I think that uh, like I wanted to say that that's that's a really good point, and I think that people should t- walk away from this with that is that even if you don't agree with someone politically, there's still room to have that discussion. And yeah. it's not necessarily that you should try to convince them to come to your side or vice versa, but that you should have that conversation to discuss, you know, your position and why you feel this way. I mean, I too came from the left over to the right after having conversations with people, but it was my choice. They didn't convince me that this is the way you need to think because of this. I went and I did my own research and I read my, you know, read my own documents and, 
and arrived at my own conclusions. But it was only when I chose to open my mind and look at, at alter, alternative evidence and, yep. and look at alternative news sources that I did was able to arrive at my own conclusion. And it started with actually watching back when Fox was, was mostly conservative, when I was watch CNN and then watch Fox and, and get see their own spin on each on the same story and then kind of arrive at my own opinion in the middle. And that was kind of the beginning of that. And so I hope our viewers out there who don't necessarily agree with what I always say on this show or, or what are some of our guests say would, would also utilize that same uh, method to yeah. try to well, achieve. Sort of it, it, I mean, it's, it's in particularly important and it's kind of ironic that it's this week with the spirit of Thanksgiving, right? There's going to be, there's going to be people that are sitting down at the table with their loved ones that again, they're going to be looking across the table, knowing that there's that, that political ideological difference, right? So again, as the Christian, as the man of the house, as the adult in the room, as the one that has to be the moderator for the, the third person or the younger person in the room that's like looking at you as the example, again, it's a, it's a minefield, right? But it's not a minefield that a, a mature, nuanced individual can handle, right? Because you can go in with a flamethrower and be like, Hunter Biden, Epstein, and like, you know what I mean? But it's like, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the point of that? If you're going to get engaged in the conversation, be like, hey, what's, what's going on at your community level, yeah, right? Yeah. Are you happy with the property taxes that you're paying? And just start an engagement in that way. And it's like, see if you can build from there, you know, because again, we know the way that the other side works. And again, it's like, don't fall into that because again, the nightmare of social media and the videos that are going to come out of the, the fights over Christmas turkey or Thanksgiving turkey that are coming up are just going to be, they're going to be, so. Just enjoy yeah. Enjoy. Be thankful that we have all these Be thankful that you have your health. Be thankful that you have your, you know, your your people in your life. Because again, um, we've seen in this this year that that anything is uh is is possible, and it's been a lot of up and down. Anything is possible. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, um, well, that I think that's uh, that's some great advice for anybody who's listening to this that for any time of year, to be honest with you, but specifically around the Thanksgiving holiday. So uh, that being said, I'd like to thank you two for coming on the show today and, and sharing with us your thoughts on on these important issues. And again, <laughs> tell tell uh, tell folks where they can uh, find you guys on social media as well as on YouTube. All right, on YouTube, you find us as Chief and the Americano on Instagram uh, and uh, Twitter. You can find us Chief underscore and underscore the underscore Americano. Underscore we have enough followers now that we can just say Chief and the Americano because it's this it, with an underscore. You know what? Well, well, well uh, yesterday at the event when I was trying to give that out to people, you had to spell it all the way out because oh, the first like way to uh, right. it was all these other people wow. came up just, before it, us. It was a say, yeah. It's we're being shadow banned. I know my personal page is being shadow banned as well because now um, I can't go live. On the yeah, I can't go live on my own personal page. So because apparently I'm not following the guidelines. So I think no, you're a danger to the community. I think, aren't you? Right. Yeah. Telling yeah, the truth yeah, is I'm now yeah. is now is now a dangerous act. Apparently. Yeah. yeah um, I, I didn't and, know it was so dangerous. Yeah. So, <laughs> man, the crazy but times yeah, we're living in. Out, guys, you'll find us. Happy Thanksgiving, Nick. Thanks for having me, man. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, brother. Thank you, man. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Bye. Sounds good. Peace. Peace. All right, folks. That is our show for today. Um, This, well, pre-Thanksgiving Sunday. 
And uh, I hope you all will have a wonderful holiday this upcoming Thanksgiving and try to, as we said, keep things kind of cool around the table. Um, you don't want to, uh, we don't want to ruffle any feathers, especially right now. People are very, very on edge because of what is going on in, in the world and with, uh, you know, the virus as well as with the election. So try to stay cool and try to reach across the aisle, so to speak, and find some common ground or at least present ideas that aren't so, uh, you know, uh, ob ob obstructive. I don't know if that's the right word, but anyway, that again, that is our show for today. If you'd like to support us, once again, you can go to patreon.com slash free America podcast, and you can make a small contribution there if you like. We would certainly appreciate it. It helps with our operating expenses. There are expenses associated with producing this show. So anything you can share would definitely help us out, and we would appreciate that. Again, you can also follow us on Instagram and uh, and Facebook at Free America Podcast, as well as on Twitter at Free America. And, of course, please do visit our website and subscribe. I promise I'm not going to email you uh, all the time like a lot of these places do, but I do like to have you out there subscribe to the website so that we can show um, people that, you know, people are interested in this show and then advertisers might come on board eventually and help finance and support us. So not saying that money is the ultimate goal here, but it does help to keep things running. Uh, as you might know, that is the way the world works, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and log off for now. Again, thank you for tuning into the show and we will see you next week. And remember, it's uh, even though AP says that Joe Biden is the president-elect, doesn't mean he's the president-elect. So don't give up hope, boys and girls. Bye-bye.